When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a new podcast, The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket. Hello everyone. Welcome back to part two of The Racing Year with John Berry and Richard Pittman. In this short podcast, I asked the two racing experts about their favourite moment of 2021 and for a horse to follow in 2022. First at the tape, is Richard with his favourite moment? Well, I think Rachel Blackmore winning the Grand National because I'd said it right from way back when, oh, what's her name, was fifth. The first girl to finish fifth went to New Zealand afterwards on Fiddler's Pike, Rosemary Henderson. When she finished fifth, she was very much a, a hunting girl and... She finished fifth then, and I said, a girl will win the national before she wins the gold cup because of horsemanship, knowing your horse and that sort of thing. Well, I only just became prophetic because Rachel nearly won the gold cup. So I was very pleased for that moment. I mean, there are so many jockeys, old jockeys, uh, my era, I won't name names, who still say... Yeah, she's good, but, you know, she wouldn't beat me because I could give, you know, I was strong. It isn't all about strength. And Rachel, if she's got to give them a reminder, certainly knows how to do it. But her racing brain, where she is, she's normally in the right place. And her line on the course is a good line. You can't always go around the inside because there'll be times you get stopped. But she seems like you driving your car. You look ahead, you worry about other drivers, you know. I know what I'm doing, but today, same in a horse race. So when she lifted the Grand National, I think that is a momentous moment. I mean, six Cheltenham winners this festival, great. But the Grand National is a worldwide fated race and the history books will have all altered. As you've seen since when she won the BBC Sports uh, Personality World Year World Award and also the RTE, Ireland's, Sportswoman of the Year or Sportsperson of the Year. I mean, it's big. And here's what our man from Beverly House Stables in Newmarket had to say about his favourite moment of 2021. I mean, I ended up in the evening of Derby Day feeling really happy that a high class, a really good, what I thought was a really good winner, ridden by a jockey whom I admire, and Faina whom I admire, and I'm pleased to see both people win. But I think that gave me you know, just from a totally detached standpoint, that gave me a lot of pleasure. But I think I almost, almost the, the big race which gave me the most pleasure was the Gold Cup. I was just so happy to see subjective when he was a horse. I've been a mass. I do 12 follow competitions, and I think I've had Stradivarius in my 12 follow the last three seasons, and I'm a massive Stradivarius fan. The start of this year, I, I ended up 2020 really, really impressed by subjective. And I thought, I don't want to put two stayers in. And I, I felt so guilty about doing it. I ditched Stradivarius. I left him out of my list. And the thing is, these 12 to follow competitions, 
once you've got your list in and running, you feel as if they're your horses. And so I put subjectivist in because I was just really, I thought this is going to be a terrific one. Nice subjectivist. I, everything about him was real. And I thought this is a future gold cup winner. And I was so pleased to see him win. I mean, it's so Fanning rode him perfectly. Stradivarius didn't have a happy trip through the race. It would have been much, much closer. You'd, you'd probably been able to run it again. It gave me a lot of pleasure seeing him win. I'm a big fan of Mark Johnson's stable. Dr. Walker, I always like watching his horses. Yeah, he's, he's a very sporting owner. And Joe, if you, if, if you don't admire Joe Fanning, then there's something wrong with you. He's, he's, I mean, it, was, it wasn't his first group one winner because he'd won the Middle Park on the last line and I two or three years previously, which was, I thought was so good to see. But it was, it was, it was the absolute icing on the cake that some, the, whole, the horse I really admired had Joe Fanning on board and won under an absolutely spot on, very typical Joe Fanning ride. And I mean, I think, I think what said it all was that all the other jockeys came out during the wing and basically to, to salute and applaud Joe Fanning who was coming in. And I, I think he's pretty much, pretty much the only jockey in Wayne that happened to him. I just thought that was just a, lo- a lovely report. I mean, it's just such a shame that subject fifth went and missed after that. And, He's, I believe, he's coming back this year. It's, it's actual the full details of the injury, but I mean, it might be, it might be asking a bit much. But even if he never runs again, he's already provided a very, very special occasion, not just for his connections, but for the racing as a whole. So, what were Richard and John's horses to follow in 2022? Well, we have had a plethora of very exciting novice chases. And thinking ahead to Jelbum, it's going to be a massive division. But the one that has really captured my imagination is Galopin Deschamps having his first steeplechase over the Christmas period uh, at Leopardstown. It wasn't just the way he galloped. He jumped so quick going in, over and away. He, and he never took chances. He could go long when he needed to or he could go short when he had to. But he just won on the bridle, and then Paul Townend couldn't pull him up. You know, he was taking on a really good field, but he went past the post, round the corner, and into the back straight before he could pull him up. I think this is a this is a gold cup horse. And now to John, who also gave his thoughts on Richard's selection. Native Trail did everything you could ask of a dominant two-year-old, and all things being equal, he should well he should he should be a very very good three-year-old. Yeah, it, that's, you know, <laughs> nominating the kidney's favourite isn't really playing the game, is it? But, <laughs> I, I, you know, he, he was, he, he's, he's the most obvious, he's, he's the horse of gut reaction. Stunningly unoriginal picking the 2000 guineas favourite, but Native Trails, a thoroughly dominant two-year-old, appears a sound horse, appears a very straightforward horse, and assuming he can avoid injury, I feel he ought to be similarly good. As a three-year-old, he didn't sort of have the, say, Pinatubo about him looking abnormally precocious that you think might make less than normal improvement. He was just a thoroughly nice progressive horse and thoroughly worthy 2,000 guineas favourite. And, you know, I think if you had to pick one horse that's has got an obvious chance of making a big, big part in the, in the classics, he's, 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 he's the one. And this is what John had to say about Galapin Deschamps. The best chasing debut you'd ever see 
faultless round the jumping. He went hard in front and half a mile near from home, you're thinking, oh, it's a long way for home at Matatan. They do get tired if they've gone hard and then he'll start to get stitched. But he actually just started pulling farther away from them. It was, it was, a, it was as good as chasing debut as he's ever been. Thank you for listening to The Paddock and the Pavilion. You can download the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Pad and Pav. Sports Social Podcast Network.